Summer Breakfast on SEN. The Good Oil for Cobram Estate. Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil. Grown, harvested and first cold pressed in Northern Victoria. Welcome along, Summer Breakfast, Sam and Scoob with you. Sam Edmund, Simon O'Donnell, Scoob's farewell is today. I uh, hope you, your day has started very well as we count down to Christmas. Four sleeps to go. Now, Jared Healy knows a lot about a lot, and he loves talking about footy. He's not going to talk about, well, not a lot of footy with us today. We wanted to get him on to talk about the Sydney to Hobart, yes. Scoob. He's done 10. Well, at least he started 10. He's only finished eight, and I reckon... Eight times out on the water on some of those super Maccas, you have some stories to tell. I'm often fascinated by the Sydney to Hobart. You'd be watching the weather on oh. the lead-in, thinking, oh, come on. And what those men and women go through out there is brutal. Yep. Uh, certainly not my cup of tea. I don't know about you, Scoob, but I, I wouldn't last two minutes on one of those things. Be seasick for sure. Uh, and in a bad way. But Jared's done a stack of them. The need to get to sailing is Rod Stewart's song. Some... Sing it. <laughs> He's good. He's good. How did he have that ready, eh? Unbelievable. Ben Davies going to join us, the Seymour Lions coach, because uh, Seymour made a big, big signing, bringing our favourite son, I think we can call him, David Mundy, Fremantle Dockers, games record holder, All-Australian best and fairest winner, back to that club for some games next season. How many? We'll have a chat to Ben about that. Uh, and Luke Sil- Silkenator, what are we What are we cooking with Luke no, today? No, surprise packet. You know, it's Christmas, surprise packet today. Potluck? Yep. Okay, Luke's going to join us, uh, his final edition before Chrissy. Questions without notice to come as well. But the good oil, I wanted to take you to Lawn, where the news uh, was brought to us by Channel 7 and Mitch Cleary yesterday, Simon, that Clayton Oliver had uh, had left the Melbourne uh, football camp due to some uh, personal medical issues and, and left the team to get back to Melbourne. Now, I saw the tweet from Mitch Cleary yesterday reporting this. Now, I... No, I, I haven't seen that. I, it just way. simply stuck to the facts. But I, I, um, I'm probably going to get smashed for this as well. But I, I, I was just astounded by the journo bashing in, in, the, in the tweet. The negative journo bashing of Mitch Cleary for simply reporting that Clayton Oliver's left training early. Now, the, a lot of those replies were of a mind of, oh, get out of his rubbish bin. Oh, do we need... Every single part of his life dissected and discussed. He's clearly got some issues. Do we have to keep, leave the man alone? The poor guy, yada, yada. So Clayton Oliver's a star of the game, and he's gone home from a key camp early due to personal medical challenges. That, that's just a story that has to be told, documented. It's just news. I don't, I don't think it's crossing the line. Melbourne did end up putting a statement out. Now, just because some of us might have story fatigue on this, and which is completely fair enough, or you're sick of something, then then don't watch or or don't listen. Don't you don't have to attack the guy. Like I was quite, I find it so fascinating the way society reacts to certain stories, Simon, and they're they're really interesting and people are engaged in them because they're significant until they decide they've had enough, and then we're all outraged. But at the end of the day, Melbourne have got an ongoing problem with, with Clayton Oliver, and he's got a problem that he needs to get to the bottom of himself. Uh, who spoke from Melbourne yesterday? Alan Richardson, the head of football, released a statement. No one spoke as such. And that, that statement from Alan Richardson said, um, Clayton is taking a break as he continues to deal with some issues. We are continuing to support Clayton and managing his program in a way that prioritises his health and well-being. His teammates and staff remain confident he is making good progress. So this departure one day into a four-day camp came only what, days after Gary Pert said... Uh, I think at the AGM that Clayton's in a really good spot. He's making good progress. His teammates and the coaches are happy with him. So this is clearly a setback of sorts, unfortunately, 
for uh, for the star midfielder at Melbourne. Mm. Tough one, tough one. He's obviously got s- some issues, and and you're seeing enough of them now. Enough, you know, of I suppose um, the club saying one thing and then something else happening. Mm. So so obviously there's things that happen and happen quickly. I mean, it's it's on the line, isn't it? Because these are medical, that. these are private, and they're medical issues. But I, I just that if you just stick to the facts and and state that a, a key player has left a training a four day training camp after barely a day, well, I mean, that's just isn't that not a story? Isn't that not something that no, needs that, to be? I, I think, but that's fine. I, I don't, I don't think that's I don't think that's an issue. He leaves, he's gone. Um, the club makes a statement. Mm. The, the the problem is no one believes that. From a journalistic point of view, no one believes what the club told tells you. That's the problem. Oh, I think we do in this case. I mean, no, but Gary Melbourne Pert have been told a... you three days ago he's in a yeah. f- fine in a great spot. Well, place, maybe and he, now he's gone home. Maybe he has so been. You sniff a story, but it's a day to day, week to week proposition for this guy. Unfortunately, Clayton Oliver, who um, look, it must be said as well. This is not a new issue, as as was canvassed to us here at SEN with, with Gary Pert and Simon Goodwin when they joined uh, Gary Lyon and myself. Uh, a couple of months ago. Now, this is something that has come to li- come to light publicly in recent times, but in fact is an issue that Melbourne have been dealing with for a number of years now. Um, I do wonder, though, like, uh, you know, if the media weren't there, clearly the statement doesn't come out, does it? Because they do their best to... There's no point highlighting we, we, anything. We discussed that... this the other day. I mean, you know, it's... it's when's a story... You know, like... Uh, uh, this is the Bailey Smith stuff. Yeah, yeah. you know, it, it's... Some people have one opinion and, and others will have a, a, another. Mm. And look, I think that can only be good. These things need to be, you know, reported one because, you know, reporting these things is a big part of the game. On the other side is there's there's the protection mechanism for people within those systems and whether that be family or friends, whatever it might be. So we're, we're never, ever going to have a perfect world. It's such it's a hard... It's never going to be a yeah. perfect world. And it's such a wrestle for Melbourne, who obviously gave him an ultimatum during the trade period. You know, you either conform to what we're doing here or we will explore trading you. Now, in the end, he made a commitment. But they've since stressed with him that there are standards now that you need to adhere to in terms of behaviour and levels of professionalism. And, and the time for perhaps making allowances in the past for him are now a thing of the past. But notwithstanding, they also want to and need to support him. So it's a... It's a carrot and the stick all the time with Melbourne. Support him, but have to discipline as well. Support him, but have to. He has to be beholden to the same standards as his teammates. Otherwise, the team ethos is not worth Outside the paper that it's written in, on. Gary Pert saying, AGM, great space, really good space at the moment. And then a number of days later, mm. leaving a camp early, uh, radar goes off. Gee, you know, this is. This this is a serious issue. I don't know what the issue is, but you know Melbourne, I've no doubt will be doubting it. Will be doing their best and supporting him as best they can. Well, it's a, but that says to me yeah. there's 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 a problem now. Whose business that problem is? I don't know. Mm. You know h- how big is his issue, and you know how public should that be? And, and that's that's the bit that will will always go into into grey areas where people will have differing opinions. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's clearly Melbourne's issue and Clayton's issue to deal with. Now, I wonder, again, we are hypothesising here, which is a slippery slope, but this will be Melbourne's last commitment prior to a break. So how do Melbourne feel without Clayton under their tutelage? So off on leave, I mean, they'd have to be a little bit nervous as to how things might play out for him over the summer weeks 
when uh, he's largely left to his own devices. A ferocious trainer, all those things, that's fine. A superstar of the game, but at the moment battling some real personal medical issues that they would have to be a little bit nervous of, Melbourne, That um, particularly when he's outside of their uh, you know, view, if you like. So it's something that, um, look, whether people would, like it or not, he's going to be a story going would you forward. Let your, would you let your key personnel be out of your view? Well, you have to because it's written into the CBA. They, these players are entitled to their leave. No, they can have their leave, but... but is, oh, well, you have a spy. Talk, no, <laughs> someone not taught... Oh, I'm sure his teammates and everyone will be checking in with him all the time. I mean, he's not out of the club's view. He's firmly in their view. Yeah, but he's not reporting in for work, logging on in a day-to-day. You sort of are. You're you're not going – I would think a lot of the players from different clubs will still go to their club during their break Mm. and do some weights and do runs. Some probably will. All that sort of thing. So he'll still be – his contact list and his communication with the club would, would still be really thorough. While they're on that, while they're on that, this isn't the end of season break. This is the hey boys, you're still training. They'll all, they'll all have workloads. They've got to mm. keep up over the next two weeks while they return. Yeah. So they'll, yeah. they'll see him. But yeah, this is, he, it smells to me as if the poor bugger's in real strife. Yeah. Yeah, it does. That's what it smells well, he's like. he's in a fight. He's in a fight at the moment, and we we do in all sincerity wish him well. What about um? So so that's the negative. What about the positive? What about Christian Petraka? Just as an aside, so they're down there at lawn training. He cleans up the oval afterwards. That's fine. But then some locals come along looking for a photo. He poses up for a few photos. This is after everyone's long left, mm. and then he has a bit of kick to kick with some of the locals down there as well. <laughs> How amazing is that? that is good. And these were just young. These were yeah. teenagers and kids coming along to meet a superstar. They another superstar in the game in Christian Petraka. Well, that is awesome, isn't it? Love seeing that stuff. It goes back to the you know, Maynard having a kick grand final morning yep. with the kids in the park yeah. and the dog. Like, <laughs> yeah. The players are, in general are fantastic, aren't they? They are. No, they really are. 